0: You're listening to We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the Hit CW show. This week, we'll be covering season four, episode 11, Family Remains. I'm Kenzie. I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. Here we are now. Okay. I love it. I just said it. I know I couldn't remember. I what just you said. said it. I just said eleven. love. You already forgot. You're so cute. You're so cute, and I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Alrighty. My summary of this episode is that this episode sucks. I don't like it. It's not a good episode. I mean, it's okay. It's fine. It's not the worst episode. It's not? No. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till we get to Bloodlines. Which honestly isn't actually that bad of an episode either. It just tried to be a backdoor what pilot. What season is that? Nine. Oh. So. Yeah. Uh, those
1: ones that try to do a spin-off. Backdoor
0: spin-off pilot. That did not work. Yeah,
1: those always Spoiler. are old sucky episodes. Yeah, yeah.
0: And the thing is, it like it was kind of a cool concept. It just didn't fit in Supernatural, you know? It's given a little bit John Wick- cross with monster with supernatural i guess maybe a little i don't know underground monster family things we it it's weird getting off topic your question was is this episode as bad as bugs or worse than bugs and my thought is bugs has- also
1: gross they're both gross in different ways both gross
0: in different ways both big icks for me in different ways Bugs has actual legitimate brother stuff. Like, we get some really good insight into the way that the boys view each other's relationships with their father and how each of them thinks that the other is the favorite Mm -hmm. and stuff. And, like, I think Sam is the episode where Sam learns that John would, like, check up on him while he was at college and shit. Um, which I saw a great post that was like, you know, uh, Dean tells Sam, like, it's a two-way street. You could have called Dad, too. Like, because Sam's like, Dad never told me to this. And Sam's like, you could have all or Dean's like, you could have also picked up the phone. And then it was like, it was a great tellman post. And it was like, all of the times they have tried to get John on the phone,
1: and it has not happened.
0: <laughs> and even John literally says, like, your brother's having psychic visions. You pick up the phone. And Dean's like, I have a better chance of winning the goddamn lottery. Yeah, <laughs> Like, no wonder Sam never picked up the phone. John doesn't know how a phone works, I guess. He just doesn't know how to answer it. <laughs> Off topic.
1: The Bugs is a better episode they're, than this. They're similar, because they're both, like, a family in a house that just moved in.
0: Yeah, yeah, dealing with some shitty thing. that Something that's not a ghost. Past residents of this <laughs> land have left them to deal
1: with. I think I like Bugs better. I think I like Bugs better. Yeah. Because this one... This is just... It feels kind of pointless. Yeah. Because anything plot really yeah. doesn't happen well, until, like, the last two minutes. And I wonder, I'm
0: wonder, i wondering if maybe it's supposed to feel a little pointless. Because, like, Dean talks at the end about how, like how he feels bad for these kids. Like, they lived hell, basically. Their lives were a nightmare. And there was no point to it like that it was senseless torture because their father was a terrible terrible human being and it was pointless and i wonder if maybe it's supposed to feel a little bit pointless like i don't know maybe i'm putting too much thought into kind of a bad reading it a little
1: too deeply (laughs) (laughs) i just think they just didn't know what to do for this this episode episode this isn't
0: that good (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get into it though so we kick off with our recap which goes over Cass and alistair and dean's time in hell all that. And we jump right into our cold open. Um, A man, his name is Bill Gibson, will learn. He's watching TV while eating dinner when his power flickers out. um, He gets up to investigate, only to find the only door to the room locked. Um, The closet door then creaks open, and this creepy young woman steps out. He immediately recognizes her. He says it's impossible. Um, As she approaches, he's screaming at her to stay away. And then off, we get an off-screen blood splurt across. I think the it was like a cross-stitch thing that said like home sweet home or family or something. It was something about family. I didn't catch the shot. I don't, I don't think you were looking. Yeah. <laughs> she was sending me baby bunny t- <laughs> posts on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he gets murdered. Wait, is this the, her dad that, that she kills at the beginning? This is her dad. Okay. Her dad, who is also her grandpa. What? Did you miss that? Yeah. Oh, she missed that. <laughs> also, why would she wait so long to kill him if she hated him?
1: That's a really good question. Honestly,
0: I think he stopped feeding them. Maybe.
1: So he knew that they were there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I missed all that. <laughs> She really wasn't paying attention. I just thought... It's she, your turn. Do you mom, that me just died or something?
0: Do you want me to just recap this episode? You're supposed to think that he thinks... Because she looks just like her mom. And her mom is dead. And so he thinks this is the ghost of his daughter. Oh. <laughs> Wait, and
1: her mom is someone that hung herself? Uh-huh. So... Okay, let's just get... Let's just... I'm I was explaining the episode to her already.
0: Do you want me to just do the thing? What thing? The thing.
1: Or do you want oh, to take turns? I, I mean, I paid attention to a lot of it. Okay, just well, it's your turn. some of the turn. intricacies of the, who the fuck these we'll people get to are, it. I don't know. We'll get to it. <laughs> just the creepy wall people. <laughs> the creepy people. Well, that's another good episode title. Yes. <laughs> actually. Um, so yeah, so Sam wakes up you know, like the Impala is like in the woods. They're parked in the middle of fucking nowhere. Creepy woods at night. Sam wakes up Um, in the Impala to find Dean is doing some researching. <laughs> like the middle of the night. Sam's like, are you looking for another case already? We just barely finished the last one. <laughs> he says we finished the last one two hours ago. <laughs> He's complaining that they haven't stopped hunting for the last month straight. They just finished one a few hours ago. He says they can't run forever. Um, and Sam asks Dean what he's running from. Well, Dean asks Sam what he's running from. Oh, he does. Dean,
0: Sam's like, you can't just run forever. And Dean's like, what exactly am I running from? Um, and then Sam's like, I know what you're what running the from. The hell stuff you just and dropped like, on me? Actually, here, check out this. Guy got murdered in a locked room.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Well, sounds like a ghost." So yep. I guess we're gonna go. Yeah. Check it out.
0: Yeah. Dean is absolutely fucking lootly running. Um, they drive to Stratton, Nebraska, and they break into the house.
1: Uh, Dean. Been... Dean has the same coping mechanism as me: is don't d- deal. avoid feelings and just <laughs> keep yourself too busy to think about feelings. Yeah, yeah. Which so, is not very healthy. Yeah.
0: that's what i'm here for (laughs) i'm also that way i'm very bad about it so we do we help each other though right yeah yeah we're i think i feel like we're better than sam and dean at least i think so yeah so okay the boys arrive in stratton nebraska this house is like on a on some farmland um and apparently since the murder it's been put up for sale totally cleared out so they break into like it's been
1: renovated. A little
0: bit, bit yeah. They break in to explore um, Well, we're getting shots watching them from like, literally inside the walls. Uh, love that. Dean finds a sealed off dumbwaiter in the kitchen. Um, and Dean Sam's like, the EMF's all over the place. And Dean's like, yeah, because there are fucking power lines right there. Like, they're not going to get a good reading on the EMF um and then sam finds a disembodied bald doll head in the closet Don't give me sid vibes <laughs> very much <laughs> so oh, and in that moment uh cars and a moving truck pull up so the boys go out and meet the carter family um dad mom two kids and the mom's brother so uncle ted they're about to move into the house well the, the family is i think ted's just helping um they pretend to be building inspectors. They tell them the house has asbestos in the walls and a gas leak and they should be they should go stay in a motel. Um, the daughter is displeased about this she's she doesn't like that they're moving. She doesn't like that there's no cell reception and she definitely doesn't want to spend another night in a hotel. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they also have a dog. His name is Buster. He's really cute. He looks like a a mix, maybe the, what happens to Buster? yeah i know i'm sorry i was not happy i know i'm sorry he's a very cute pupper just know that the real life buster is definitely safe and sound somewhere i hope so <laughs> if he's still alive that was a long time ago it was a long time ago but i'm sure he lived a very happy long life if he if he has passed on
1: so i don't like Doggy it when people dogs. dogs i know i know i would have liked a warning <laughs> I, just, I forgot
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about this episode very much because I don't
1: rewatch it. This is what I skip usually. Um, so Sam and Dean are doing more research. <laughs> what?
0: I just realized that I put the wrong last name.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> different family. <laughs> um, so they are visiting Bill Gibson, who was the guy that died. His uh-huh. housekeeper for the last five years. Um, she tells them that Bill had a wife who died in childbirth and a daughter named Rebecca who hung herself in the attic 20 years earlier. 20 years later. Oh. She was 20 when she hung herself. Okay, yeah. Um. They asked her if there was anything suspicious. She's like, sometimes I heard rustling in the walls. And they're like, that must have been a big rat.
0: Yeah, she never saw any rats.
1: She. They. She said that both the women were cremated, so the boys... Assume somebody's ghost must be haunting the house. Yeah. Um, cuts back to the house and Uncle Ted says, like, I've inspected houses before. This he looks was, fine. He houses. Yeah. He's a construction guy. Like, that's his job. He's like-, like... There's no asbestos in this. Like I, I don't know who those guys were, but they're not from <laughs> the, the county. The county. <laughs> um, and then Kate briefly, the daughter, briefly sees a girl in the upstairs window and freaks yeah. out. Which is creepy. Yeah. Uh, cut to that night yeah i would have seen that and like nope haunted house Oh yeah i would have been band. like you know
0: what the motel sounds nice <laughs>
1: <laughs> so oh, she asked
0: when they were talking about the hotel she's like, or the motel she's like hopefully this one doesn't have hooker sheets <laughs> and dean's face when she says that he's like oh my god <laughs> i don't know what they mean what she means by that and now i need to know if the wiki explains it um i assume
1: not clean sheets or just like a weird this design? this one has
0: hooker sheets like the last one. What does that mean?
1: I don't know. I assume just like dirty I sheets. I guess? <laughs> you shouldn't Google hooker sheets.
0: Have a floral or repetitive pattern. Okay. Oh, it's a thing? I guess. Huh. According to Urban Dictionary. i guess that means it's like a really cheap motel yeah like really cheap so okay cut to that night danny the younger of the kids is supposed to be unpacking he's not he's playing his video game mood um and the girl like hiding in the shadows of his closet rolls a ball to him and he is entirely too chill about this way too chill is extremely two-tailed. He's like, what hi, what's your
1: name? Really? He's like, um, come me, out. child. come um... He's like
0: playing f- <laughs> catch with this girl in his closet. It's fucking terrifying. Um, Cut out of the kitchen. Fucking out of there. Oh uh, yeah, gone. Uh, what is wrong with this kid? Um, down in the kitchen, mom is planning a vegetable garden. Uh, the mom's name is Susan, the dad's name is Brian. Let's call them by their names, I guess. Susan is planning a vegetable garden, talking about how the mom Susan actress Googling. seems very familiar. Um, I don't No, I remember seeing a mention that, um, her, she she often gets mistaken for Samantha Smith, who plays Mary. She does look a
1: little bit like her, but I swear I've seen her in something specifically.
0: Helen Slater.
1: Also, the name seems familiar.
0: Probably I've seen her in something. I can definitely see how she... She and Samantha Smith definitely look like they could be, like, related. Well, she's
1: been... Oh! Oh, she's a She plays <laughs> She's Supergirl's, um, adopted mom, that's why. Okay. Oh wait, my gosh. Wait, no. She is... She actually is Supergirl. I think she, Wait, yeah, she? Yeah, she's Supergirl oh, so, in the... Oh! The, um, 19... She was the 1980s Supergirl. 1984 what? Supergirl. Yeah. Fucking
0: hell. That's crazy. So and then yeah, she plays Eliza Danvers in the yeah, TV series.
1: Yeah, then the mom. Yeah. Ah, I didn't know. I actually didn't know the, <laughs> the mom in Supergirl was actually the Supergirl from the 80s. That's actually really cool. What? That's, that's so really cool. cool. She's been in a lot of stuff. Okay, that's crazy. I used to watch Supergirl a lot. Huh. What? Yeah, she's okay. been in a lot of things. That's why she's familiar. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> that's
0: pretty cool. That's cool fun fact didn't know that didn't know that either. Yeah. yeah but she's planning her vegetable garden because they live on a farm now she's like um talking about how like zucchini grows well in the soil but it's too acidic for beets i think she's literally reading off of like a article that she's downloaded or something and the the, the um brian notices like a gross smell coming from the cupboard he's like it's probably a dead raccoon and she's like thanks great love that um, I'm going to go back to having a conversation with myself, <laughs> which is a great line because <laughs> he's not paying attention at all. Um, and she wonders uh, out loud to him, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, we're living on a farm. What the actual fuck, basically? And he's like, it'll be better. It has to be. Um, so, cut to the boys returning to find the Carters moved into the house.
1: <laughs> and they're so, like, come on.
0: That's fun. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, cut to the living room. Ted discovers that someone has written the word go on the wall and crayon. Um, and they blame Danny. He explains that he's innocent, telling them that it was the girl on the walls. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh,
0: yeah. They're like, okay, literally, Susan says his
1: teacher said he might act out like because of the big change, yeah. Um He's like, like, he's, or she said, I'm welcome to stay, but the adults aren't. She'll get mad if the adults don't go. Um, uh, They obviously don't believe him and tell him to go to his room.
0: Oh, and I didn't mention this, but as he goes upstairs, he says, if Andy was here, you would believe me or something like that. Who's Andy? We'll learn later. Like he just, it's just mentioned he's like if Andy was here and then he storms <laughs> I upstairs. Too. <laughs> I forgot to write it down. Um I was trying to write. I I try to type very fast.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, does this get explained? Because um, Kate's lying in her bed, she feels someone licking her hand. She assumes yes. it's the dog, um, but until the dog appears at the bedroom door and she freaks out and. Claims it's a pervy ghost.
0: She says she got
1: molested by Casper the pervy ghost. <laughs> Wait, is this the brother that's licking her? Is this assumed?
0: I, it's one of the kids in the walls. Um. But, so the wiki explains that the licked hand is an urban legend where a girl goes to sleep with her dog next to her. During the night, she wakes to a noise and is comforted when the dog licks her hand. In the morning, though, she wakes to find the dog dead and a note saying humans can lick too. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what they're referencing, I guess. But yeah, she turns her head. She sees Buster walk in. Yeah. Um, and then she turns in the direction that she thought Buster was and watches the closet door close. It's yeah. Terrifying. So, cut to downstairs. A freaked the fuck out. Kate is being comforted by her parents. Um and Danny's in the background being like, it's the girl in the walls! It's, <laughs> it's so great. It's like, you're not scene helping scene is her. so chaotic. <laughs> she literally says, um, where is it? I just got molested by Casper the pervy ghost. That's what happened. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> oh, it was a great line, and her delivery is fantastic. So... Um, this is when Sam and Dean bust in and they're like, we heard
1: screaming.
0: This scene is chaotic
1: as fuck. Can you imagine these two strangers that claim to be from the county department just they're burst not. into your house. I heard screaming. Yeah,
0: yeah. So they try to get the family to leave as the power goes out. Um, Buster wa- has wandered out the front door that um, I wrote that they found him. They don't. They, they find um Um, so sam and dean leave the front door open um and the dog wanders out and as they're like arguing with the family trying to get them to leave um the power goes out and they can hear buster like whimpering outside um they follow the dog outside trying to find him um i think it's Brian and Sam and Dean that go around the corner of the house and they find a blood trail in the grass that leads to the words too late written
1: on the side of the, also, the how, moving truck. how fucking fast are these wall people?
0: Fucking speedy.
1: <laughs> are we sure they're not supernatural? <laughs> they're like running around the house killing dogs, riding I mean, on the wall, there are licking two people's them. hands. There
0: are two of them. <laughs> like... So, oh my god. So, um... Uh, Everyone's like, okay, no, we're fucking out of here. So they try to leave, but they find that the tires on all of the cars, including the Impala, have been slashed. Yeah, and the weapons are gone. I think they may have cut the tires of the other cars before the Impala arrived, Probably they must have been lurking outside, and then when the Impala showed up, they were like, "Oop, gotta do They're this Definitely one too. tag teaming and they this. took all the weapons too. So that was that was fast because Dean does not leave that trunk unlocked. Yeah,
1: because they just pulled up barely. Yeah, um, Dean literally says, "Though, what kind of ghost
0: messes with a man's wheels?" <laughs> it's great. So they bring the whole family inside and put them inside of a start- salt circle, um, and the. Ted is very skeptical about this salt circle business, which, fair. He thinks that it's some... (laughs) What does he call her? Um, He... Oh yeah, Danny's like, you hunt ghosts? And Dean's like, that's right. And Danny goes like, Scooby-Doo? And Dean says, better. (laughs) Dean tells Ted it's a spirit, and Ted says, no, it's just some backwater... backwoods hillbilly bitch, and I'm not about to sit around waiting for her to go all deliverance on my ass. Which is, uh reference to a movie about some city boys who go canoeing and get attacked by locals so um I guess it's been mentioned or referenced in Supernatural before but the boys show Kate the pictures some pictures that they got from Bill Gibson's um, housekeeper of his wife and daughter which why does she have those I don't even know <laughs> don't know (laughs) thinking about it now like why does the housekeeper have these pictures whatever um and kate says the girl looks like the daughter rebecca so the boys are like okay then it's rebecca's ghost she must be tied to like an object maybe she's in the attic maybe something something in the attic she's tied to or whatever um ted tries to argue with him this is where you get the the hillbilly line um and dean's like i have a gun and unless you want to have a third hole (laughs) i like you don't have a cut. Dean's like, he doesn't need to know that. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Chaos. This episode is just pure chaos. Lots of screaming, lots of running around and yelling. It's okay. But yeah, this episode is fucking chaotic. (laughs) Just running around like chickens with their heads cut off. It's ridiculous. Inside and outside and inside and outside.
1: The pieces all over the, the place. then in the shed.
0: <laughs> it is a little bit. I don't think it's necessarily a bad episode. It's just not a good
1: one. Yeah. By a long shot. So. Um, it cuts later to Sam is investigating the attic. Um, the girl reveals herself and attacks the family in the living room. And Dean's like, don't worry, she can't cross the salt circle. And then she does, and then Ted's like, shoot her, shoot her. And Dean's like, about that, because <laughs> he doesn't actually have a gun. And he's like, oh shit, she's not a ghost, and he fights her with the, the fireplace fire poker, poker, I think. Poker? Yeah. yeah, which
0: he was gonna try and fight her with anyway. She has he- a
1: knife, and she almost stabs him. Um, but Sam arrives and blinds her with a flashlight, and I guess they're very anti-light because they live in the fucking yeah, walls. Yeah, she's never really <laughs> seen light. Um so. so she like screams and runs away. Yeah. Um back into the walls.
0: <laughs> back into the
1: walls. So the whole, everybody regroups outside and realize that Danny is missing. Um which isn't good. Nope. Um so th- they decide to hide in the shed, which is smart cuz it's not attached to the
0: house. Yeah.
1: And like barricade themselves in there. Um so Ted and Dean decide to go check inside the house, um, and they find a hidden door into the wall and climb inside to investigate. Oh, yeah. Dean opens it, and Ted's
0: like, you smell that? And Dean says, every day. (laughs) And that was the moment I realized how many gross places that those boys hang out in on the regular. I was like, oh, my God, the most disgusting smells that they
1: must have smelled. Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, I don't know why this had never occurred to me before, because they are regularly digging up graves. I was going to say, they <laughs> dig
1: up graves on the regular. So
0: most of the time they dig, the, the, Dave's, the graves they dig up are, like, Old. skeletal by that, and by that point there's no real smell, like, it's just musty, Dusty. I bet, so. But nothing's actively decomposing anymore, the bacteria's all gone, but, like... <laughs> They've definitely been in some really disgusting places. Yeah. I mean, skin, like half of that episode takes place in a fucking sewer. You know it doesn't smell great down there. So, yeah. Oh, also, I think at some point during this sequence, Sam mentions that he found Rebecca's diary oh, yeah. in the attic. I totally missed that detail until he was reading it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he got a book.
1: <laughs> Do they ever explain the diary? Like what's in it? Yes. Okay, I missed that part. Yes, you did. That was a lot of context. <laughs> it is. It is a lot of context. Um, so Dean finds a space beneath the floor, where he says it's her kitchen.
0: Yeah. There's like dead rats.
1: Eating rats. And the dog. And the dog. Poor puppy. The
0: poor puppy.
1: Um. While he's down in there, the girl stinks up from behind and kills Ted. Yep. Poor Uncle Ted. Oops. Um, Dean returns to the shed alone and delivers the news of Ted's death. Very badly. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like I like, had to carry him. To, he's to like, the like yard. they're like
0: where's Ted and he's like outside and she's like why can't he come inside and he's like because I had to carry him out and she's like why <laughs> like it's so bad Dean you Sam's really like, Sam um... knows immediately what happened and is like ah oh, fuck <laughs>
1: yeah. But it's not really his news to deliver. So he just has to let Dean stumble through it. And Brian's reassuring Susan that they'll find Danny. And Sam is reading Rebecca's diary. He's in just the middle standing of all this. there reading a book.
0: <laughs> so we cut to a little bit later. Um, Brian is standing in front of the house, staring up at it, which is very interesting. When Dean approaches um, and he... Because when Brian is trying to like, comfort Susan, he brings up Andy again. Um, and Dean asks about like who's Andy is like he your kid and um, we learn that Andy was their oldest son who died in a car crash I missed all this a year a year before yeah they moved to the country to get like a fresh start so Dean swears that he'll get Danny back
1: Can Danny's
0: son. <laughs> <back>? <laughs> I was a little confused by that. <laughs> Dean swears he'll get Danny back if it's the last thing he does. Um, Brian asks why Dean cares, but this is where Sam comes along. Um, before he before Dean can answer and interrupts, um, the boys go into the house, which I think was interesting. I guess because they are, they can fight things. They're pretty capable. Um, Sam's finished reading the diary, though, and he explains that he's pretty sure that the girl is Rebecca Gibson's daughter. Um, It turns out that basically, they kind of dance around flat out saying it, but basically Rebecca Gibson was raped by her own father. She fell pregnant. She apparently in her diary talked a lot about being pregnant and how her dad called her a whore and said he was going to lock the kid up so nobody would ever know it existed which the only reason that he would do that is if he didn't want anybody to know it existed so and then obviously she later hung herself um dean like expresses that he feels bad for the kid because like what that's a terrible life and sam says that a life of hell is an excuse for a murder spree um and dean's like what would you know about hell like they have a little bit of a contentious moment and then Dean realizes that obviously this kid's made it to adulthood. She must have been fed somehow when she was too little to feed herself and this where he puts the pieces together of how like how uh, they can get to her little hideout and where she might be keeping Danny. So
1: cut to um downstairs it shows under like the house I night guess night vision um yeah. found just a choice that shows that Danny's like tied up um is it the girl or is it the brother I wrote the, the brother. girl is it the brother I'm pretty sure yeah that's how we find out there's a brother yeah kind. um and yeah someone's trying to feed Danny a rat <laughs> she's not it's gross. not for um Fair. So they enter through the dumb waiter into the kitchen, and Dean finds their weapons like strewn about there. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Danny. Finds Danny. And as he's trying to free him, he's attacked by plot twist. There's another one. Yeah. Brother. Yeah. Um, Danny's like, hurry before he comes back. And Dean's like, who? And Danny's like, her brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Meanwhile, the girl is attack trying to get into the barn with Susan. the shed thingy yeah Kate. so
0: yeah um uh, sam and brian have like found some sheets and they use them to like lift danny up the, the the dumbwaiter uh meanwhile out in the shed susan's got like a big stick thingy i'm thinking it's some gardening tool i don't know what was on the other end of it and she's like fending the girl off yeah um under the house dean is able to grab one of his guns and he shoots the boy just before um sam arrives like after danny and brian like leave the house to go back to kate and susan and sam goes down the dumbwaiter after dean because he can hear like the scuffle um so Um, Back in the shed, Kate and Susan are still, like, trying to keep the girl out when suddenly the girl stops trying to get in. And we hear, like, that, like, classic terrible, like, squelchy stabbing sounds. And the girl screaming. um, And then it goes all quiet. And Brian knocks on the door. um, And when Susan opens it, he is holding some sort of sharp weapon, knife thing, something... Um, and his whole arm is, like, soaked in blood. So, he is the one who killed the girl. hmm Uh, which it looks like Kate, or Susan, does not know how to feel about that. But by the morning, she's gotten over it a little bit.
1: I mean, he <laughs> saved her life, so. For sure. Um, in the morning, the boys are, like, pumping up the tires of the Impala. I <laughs>
0: mean, they're, they're, like, very stocking the trunk. Yeah. You know, stuff.
1: Um, trying to get ready and leave before the police arrive.
0: He says, thanks for the head start. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're like, you don't have a good relationship with the police, do you? <laughs> and what does he say? Like, it's Sam a mutual it's respect? A mutual
0: respect. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um. Like, cause usually when they, the cops do get involved with them, by the end, the cop knows what's going on and is like, okay. Like, yeah. Like, I, I don't like it, but I get it. And there's like a, like you know, you do you, I'll do me kind of thing. Yeah. So, mutual respect's a good way to describe it.
1: Um Dean asks if they're okay. Susan says they're the opposite of okay, but they're together.
0: Yeah. So we cut to later. They're um having some food under a bridge. I don't know if you guys can hear me rubbing my eye. I'm so sorry. It really is irritated. I think I got some dog hair in it. Um Uh oh. I'll have to get a washcloth in a bit okay but yeah they like stopped picked up some food and are stopping under this bridge to eat it um dean like unwraps his burger and then immediately sets it down which is the like number one sign dean isn't feeling great about something because dean always has an appetite um he says he feels pity and like empathy for the kids um because they returned murderous by a life of torture basically he can like relate a little bit Sam's like dude you're not like them and Dean's like no I was worse Like they were animals defending their territory they didn't know any better they didn't know any other life you know where Dean says that he enjoyed the pain and he inflicted on his victims in hell Um, after all those years of being tortured he's like you just all this built up and then he was finally able to like release some of what was done to him onto other people And he didn't care who they put in front of him. Like, it was just, like, a relief, basically. Um, And he says that no matter how many people he saves, he can't ever fill that hole. So. (laughs) And that is how the episode ends. Oh, we didn't get into the real-life crime of frogging at all.
1: (laughs) Should we talk about that? (laughs) Why do they spell
0: it like that? Because it's. I don't know. I don't know who came <laughs> up with this word. I found an A and E article called "What Is Frogging and Is It an Urban Legend or a Real Life Crime?" Um, it says the crime of individuals secretly living in someone's home is known as frogging, a reference to how frogs leap from place to place. It's print. That's how it's pronounced. It's spelled P-H-R-O-G, not F-R-O-G. So it takes many forms, from transient intruders to more permanent ones in occupied homes or ones where the owner is not in residence. Victims often sense something is amiss, but easily doubt themselves and hesitate to seek help, at least at first. And it kind of goes with, like, um, uh, like, is frogging Grill? You bet your life it is, a retired Massachusetts detective says... He investigated a case in 1986 where a teenager was stalking another teen and, like, sneaking into her home. And he found a hiding place near the bathroom in the wall. (laughs) Like, was, like, drinking leftover milk and changing TV channels and stuff, which is fucking terrifying. Um, I've listened to, I think it was... Oh, what podcast was it? I think it was uh i can't remember what it's called but it's one where they like people like tell their own stories this is actually happening i think is what it's called and she talked about like moving into her like i think it was a she called an apartment i think it was kind of more of a townhome situation because it had an attic and most apartments don't have an attic um and realizing after a while living there that there was a man living in her attic who had been there for a long fucking time and was like coming down and she realized because she had a new german shepherd puppy who she was keeping like while she was at work the puppy was crated in the bathroom and she came home from work and like a pipe had burst and the bathroom had flooded and her puppy had been lifted up onto the counter so it didn't drown
1: oh like and well, get wet good, yeah
0: yeah and she was like what the actual fuck yeah yeah so <laughs> and like that that was my first like I'm hearing about frogging. Oh man. And it's terrifying. Yeah. Like, I don't like this episode, partially because it's not a very good episode, I don't think, but also partially because someone living inside of someone else's walls secretly is my worst nightmare. It's so horrifying. Because, like, like, this woman that they talk about in this episode, or in this article, she, like, someone, the person frogging in her house was her husband pretending that there was someone living in their house to freak her out so that he could be her hero and like make her feel safe and like i think they had been like separated and (laughs) like and he wanted to get back like together yeah terrifying terrifying this one was interesting though sometimes they target empty houses um like Are these like a lot of people times, like, homeless people? Or? Yeah, they're often like transient. So like, um, like, say, like unlike um, squatters who occupy squatters, yeah. Yeah, well like unlike squatters who op- occupy empty properties, froggers take the risk that homeowners might come back any day. On one occasion about three years ago, a lo- a local man who worked as a contractor in Saudi Arabia came home early to find two men and four young people living in his home in another case a woman came back to find a family had moved in clothes and dishes and all these what happens the ca- cases happen once or twice a year they don't generally trash a place they're just trying to hide like <laughs> the yeah like it feels like a burglary it's not so much that there's stuff missing but the feeling of being violated of your space being intruded upon like it's terrifying yeah. it's absolutely terrifying the scariest thing ever in my opinion or one of the scariest things ever it's, so that's one of the reasons why i don't like this episode is because what the actual fuck yeah and this deals with like this also deals with kind of a classic horror movie trope which i've also seen in like like someone um, true crime you. shows and stuff no the the whole concept of like the dad who like impregnates his daughter and then impregnates his granddaughter. There's a whole fucking... There's a horror movie about it. It's t- horrifying. Like, like multiple generations with the same father. It's, it's so gross. Um, and it also... It's something that has happened in real life. Like, that's... Yeah. This is just... I don't like this episode. I don't like this episode. It's not a good episode. I don't think they really handle that whole... The whole... Incest part very yeah, well either. They kind of
1: like gloss over it. They
0: really do. And Dean makes some jokes about it. It's just not very well done in general. Not that that's a topic that is easy to do well at all. But like, it's like they. Why would you choose?
1: Yeah, <laughs> kinda, it? Yeah, they kind It
0: kind of feels like like they just are like, oh, that's a terrible thing that happened. I just you know. Yeah. And I do think it is a little bit interesting the way they're like. Dean, the way that Dean relates to the kids that like they didn't have a Choice really like this was the life that they were given, right? And they never got a chance at a normal, normal life. life. And like, yeah. he the way he describes them is like they were basically feral, like, they didn't know right normalcy, really. They knew enough to like write, which is interesting, yeah. And of like the girl communicated with Danny somehow, yeah. I don't know, but like, they never really had a chance. And how Dean can kind of relate to that like like it just a little bit that like have how his time in hell went, but he feels guilty because he had a choice and he made a choice and the whereas the kids in the walls didn't ever make an actual choice. It was made for them. Right. Like but I do think it's an interesting little insight into Dean, but I just don't feel like it was very necessary. This is definitely a skippable episode in my book. Yeah, it's not very. Yeah, I don't like it very much. But it's yep, cool this that it episode has and not
1: really miss anything important. It has
0: Supergirl slash the mom from Supergirl, like that's cool. Yeah,
1: I knew she. Seemed <laughs> it's familiar. also
0: I think it's based like inspired by an X Files episode, and the housekeeper is actually the mom of the incestuous family in that X Files episode, if I remember correctly. Oh, so, like okay. that's kind of cool. They have a little X Files reference, like. We know Supernatural is a big fan of X-Files. So many. Mulder and Scully references all over the place. <laughs> so, but, yeah. I don't like this episode, and I I think it's skippable. Yeah.
1: Like I <laughs> said, I, think I don't think you'd be
0: missing any no, important content, nope. really. If you, I, This is definitely one that I skip on my rewatches. So. Yeah. I think that is kind of it for today i just realized i think we're wearing the same pants in different colors are we i think we are they have the same seam above the knee even oh yeah like it can yeah <laughs> I think this yours feels softer of... well i think mine are newer i haven't had mine as long as you've had yours yeah i don't think so so you had gotten the same such a brand. random way to end this episode i was just looking and i saw Haley has like a seam above her knee and i was like oh i wonder if i have one i do <laughs> on the inside of the inner thigh of each leg look you can feel it he's <laughs> just enjoying rubbing my
1: thigh i mean yes do you feel well, i was try to find it yeah
0: it's hard to find on mine because mine are black and yours are orange but are we wearing the same pants in different colors? And we bought them at totally separate times.
1: That's Both from funny. Target.
0: Both from Target. Goes from the men's section. But yeah. <laughs> that, that's the ending of our episode. We're wearing the same, same pants.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Alright. I think that's it for this week. Is the next episode better? Chris Angel is a douchebag? I think so. It's at least more fun. Yeah. Because we're dealing with like... Um... Yeah, magicians are dying, and Sam and Dean try to fi- figure out if map if real magic is being used. So, so witchy <laughs> stuff. We're in Sioux City, Iowa. Yeah, they're like, oh, we also get some ruby. Oh, nice. Well, just a little bit of ruby, so that's fun. But yeah, um, yeah, we're dealing with like retired magicians, kind of, which I think is fun. I, I remember, like, it's not like the episode, Dandel episodes or whatever, like, are like a super iconic monster of the week, but it's a fun one. Yeah. I think it'll be, a, I think it'll be a good time. So, yeah, that's what we'll be talking about in a couple weeks from now is episode 12, Chris Angel is a Douchebag, which is a fun title. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And then after that is After School Special. Look at little baby Sammy. He's Aww. cute. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then after that is um sex and violence. <laughs> and I'm really really excited for this episode. <laughs> so, yeah. We've got some really good ones coming up. and we have Death Takes a Holiday, and then we have On the Head of a Pin, and then we have It's a Terrible Life. Oh my god. And then we have The Monster at the End of This Book. And then we could jump the shark, like a little baby Jake Abel He's so cute. Um. Oh yeah, the Rapture's that the Rapture's pretty good, I think. When the levee breaks, and then obviously, Lucifer Rising, which is a little bit of a spoiler title. But if you've just read through the episode titles, <laughs> you know. So we've got just. We just had to get past this one episode, and the rest of the season is so good. Yeah. So so good. But yeah i think that is it for this week <laughs> we're gonna call it i need to go to bed i have to get up really early and i still gotta edit this shit so watch me not edit at all watch me just put the bare minimum editing into this because i need to go to bed i'm tired i'm <sighs> gonna teach you how to edit <laughs> not yeah. tonight Alrighty. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the fun places. I still have Stitcher in my outro thing. Stitcher doesn't exist anymore. Very sad. Um, Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It helps the algorithm. helps more people find us. Tell your fellow Supernatural fans about us. There you go. (laughs) um if you want to reach out you can find us on twitter at talk about sam pod on instagram at we need to talk about sam podcast and on tumblr and tiktok at we need to talk about sam i'm low red who could on twitter and the little red who could on tumblr and Haley, my love where can people find you
1: um you can find me on twix at lifelows on three (laughs)
0: I forgot that's what people are calling it now. (laughs) Because it's X.
1: (laughs) It's stupid is what it is. It's dying. It's really stupid. We have to find a new main. Um, And then Tumblr, hfthoughts-blog.
0: As always, all of those links will be in the description down below. If you check out our Twitter, you can see my photo op with Jared. So, it was very fun. But Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye. doobie do a Perry
1: <laughs> That looks cool,
0: look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was an obvious choice for this week's episode art. Babe. Hmm. <laughs> what are they looking at? The baby doll head.
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: noises, please. Why? Because they're loud.
1: It's cool watching the patterns.
0: You're funny. We're on episode 70. (sighs) Why? Episode seventy is not as fun as sixty nine. (laughs) No, it's not. It's nowhere near as fun as sixty (laughs) nine. We, I feel like we did not take as much of an advantage, like we didn't take as good of an advantage of episode sixty nine as we we should have. We retired. It was seventy
1: episodes. That's crazy. It's a lot of episodes. We gotta do something special for a
0: hundredth episode. Oh yeah, I wonder which one is gonna be a hundred. That's twenty more episodes
1: that's, 30, oh, yeah, that's 30. <laughs> 30 you said that so confidently yeah I thought about it for a second I'm like wait that's wrong <laughs> the,
0: the absolute confidence I oh, love man, you
1: that's even longer that's gonna be a good year <laughs> at right. our rate yeah
0: God, at this rate it's gonna take us 12 years <laughs> I'm gonna be on as long as supernatural is. <laughs> we
1: gotta do more often
0: yeah we gotta do some more combo episodes too because there's definitely some stuff in upcoming seasons i feel like that we I'm could like...
1: definitely do combo episodes more often with our new schedule because mm-hmm. well, we're breaking like, it two... up a bit
0: more like i feel like we probably could have combined this episode with the next episode chris angel's a douchebag because they're both like monster of the week yeah not super important episodes well I mean, more important stuff happens. But, like, you know what I mean. Like, they're not, like, meta-plot episodes. They're just, you know, Monster of the Week episodes, which doesn't make them bad. It just makes them faster. Yeah. <laughs> not as heavy to talk about. Though this episode actually deals with some heavy, sh- kind of heavy shit, but also, like, classic horror movie shit in- at the same time.
1: Yeah. Uh, I didn't like it. <laughs>
0: It's not my favorite
1: episode either.
0: Yeah, I think next week's episode or next, not next week's the next episode that we're doing is a bit more fun. So, we didn't deal with like old retired music magicians and stuff, like like sleight of hand magicians, you know. Yeah. You know, like, swish swish, like, magic, in supernatural universe magicians, but like our kind of magicians. So that's fun. Um, and then after that is After School Special, which is a very good episode. And then after that is Sex and Violence, which was also a very good episode. (laughs) So, and then we get Death Takes a Holiday, and then we get On the Head of a Pin. And we might have a guest for On the Head of a Pin. I would love, love, love to make that work out with our schedules. Yeah. I think it would be so much fun. So, yeah. Yeah. This is this is the first episode back after Fanix, yeah, and Disney, Disney World, Disney. No, <laughs> do you know which side of the country you were on, <laughs> Disneyland, Disneyland? I was doing a meme. You're silly. You're cute. Disney World. <laughs> also, we have um. I don't remember if I took this bit talking about these out of last week's or the last episode, but we have our our squishy bow buns. They're squishy. The more you handle them, the less they smell like a Home Depot paint section. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. They do still smell like paint. A little bit, yeah. Well, I think because they're painted. They're spray painted. I'm pretty sure. Or like airbrushed or whatever. So. Probably non-toxic paint. (laughs) I would assume so. I still wouldn't country. put it in your mouth, babe. <laughs> no. I think we were planning on recording this episode, like, during FanX, Um but that did not happen. If anyone's been to a convention, which I'm sure some of our listeners have been to at least one, you know how exhausting that weekend is. It's, like, the best weekend ever, but it's also the m-
1: longest, most
0: tiring weekend ever because you're just on your feet all day yeah. for like at least three days straight. So, yeah. It was a lot of fun though. It was a really good fan. It was fan really ex. good. It was a really, really good x. We were kind of like, like we had like things we wanted to do early in the morning at <laughs> the beginning of each day basically but we didn't really make it to any of them. We were kind of and slow about it in the morning. We did better. We did best on Saturday.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> we just it we just we're not morning people so no. that's why i tried to plan most of my stuff for like the afternoon
1: you know we did catch the tail end of the doctor who panel i wanted to which go was to. good that was good and we made it for most of Hillywood's panel
0: yeah we only missed like the first 15 minutes ish which was the good omens parody like oh, we got in at the beginning? we got in as the credits of the good omens parody were starting to roll Oh, okay. so yeah yeah we missed <laughs> only one parody which we had seen before though it is really really fun to watch a hillywood parody up on the main screen like a yeah. big screen you know like the first time we saw the good omens parody was in an actual movie theater yeah which was fucking awesome It's the way to watch them it was so good so and then they played supernatural parody 2 which is the best <laughs> that was good i, I understood my references this she time. did she got more references <laughs> she my still doesn't teddy bear. <laughs> she still doesn't recognize all the actors though which is fine That that will come with time
1: yeah i know <laughs> a few <laughs> yeah well like misha and jared and jensen well and bobby and the trickster oh yeah bobby and, and
0: the trickster yeah joe and Hel- helen joe and ellen yeah and ash Ash is in it too Well, no, Joe isn't, but Ash and Ellen are in it Is Ash in it? mm mm-hmm. um. Oh my god, what is his fucking name? <laughs> Chad, I think I think his name is Chad And Samantha They, like, poke their heads out And yell Winchesters so they like, in a hallway ah. And then they're also in the dancing sequences, I think, too But yeah, Joe's not in it but Ellen and Ash are in it. Yeah. Which is fun.
1: And I recognize some other actors. I just don't know who they play yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, you recognize, like, Tomo. Because I have a photo op with him. And Jake Abel. And oh, yeah. The mom from Sweet Life of Zach and <laughs> Kim Rhodes. <laughs> I love her. She's great. Um, oh, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Because we're going to be starting to meet these characters. Like, these actors and their characters soon. So, in the next couple seasons. Yeah. we'll be meeting more of them which is really fun and I'm
1: excited oh. but um <sighs> babe gotta meet somebody I gotta meet
0: Jared <laughs> and Genevieve <laughs> and we said hi to Jake Gable which was really fun he's very sweet he's also very tall
1: <laughs>
0: he's like 6 foot 1 yeah which for, for
1: Supernatural is not that tall <laughs>
0: I guess I've only ever seen him next to Jared. If I ever
1: get him to sign something, I'm going to have him, quote, get the hell off my roof.
0: (laughs) Don't walk on my roof.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's the best line ever.
0: No, I got to meet Jared this weekend at FNX. And it was a lot of fun. Well, it wasn't, it was last weekend? It's technically still a weekend. Last weekend, yeah. Last weekend. It's been like a week and a day. I got a photo op with him, so I got a hug. Has the best hug ever. He's—I know everyone's always like, "Does he smell as good as they say?" Yes, he absolutely fucking lutely does, <laughs> and he gives really good hugs, and he's really pretty. <laughs> like, I, like literally, I like looked up to say thank you, and our faces were like six inches apart, and I about died. He's <laughs> so gorgeous. <laughs> his eyes are so beautiful. So, and then we got—I um, got his autograph. I just had him send my photo up, and he was so sweet. Um, I went the second day that he, on Saturday to get the autograph, obviously, because after my photo op, and the line was super-duper-duper duper long. Um, so they weren't, like, personalizing or anything, and he didn't have much time to talk, which is kind of a bummer, but also, like, I totally get it. Yeah. The line was massive. <laughs> I think they kind of underestimated just how popular Jared was going to be. Yeah, I you actually know?
1: think they would... No, like, they like, freaking...
0: Pa- we packed that ballroom. That ballroom was one of... Some of the, like, most full I've seen it. Yeah. For Jared and Genevieve's panel. It was insane. So, that was really fun. And I met Genevieve the day before. I got an autograph. Um, I just got... They have, like, printouts, you usually at an autograph table, you know? So, I picked up one that was... It's from one of my favorite photo shoots she's done and had her sign that. And she wrote... All my love, which is really cute. She was very sweet. I was dressed as Daphne that day because on, on so the way that I like to do conventions is Thursday is like T-shirt day. <laughs> you know, I'll usually wear yeah. the T-shirt that I got for the convention because I, I usually get a gold pass. Though so I may not do that next year. I might get a VIP. We'll see, or I might just get a a regular general admission. um But I got I wore like my gold pass T-shirt and then. On Thursday and Friday, or Thursday, not Thursdays, so on Friday and Saturday, we liked to cosplay. We didn't really cosplay so much Saturday, we mostly just wore plaid. Well, it was we like were- a low key Winchester cosplay because you were wearing your Dean necklace. Yeah. She was wearing this amulet. Um, but we were more focused on being comfy. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be fair, Winchester cosplays are pretty comfy. But on Friday, we were Daphne and Velma. And we were really cute.
1: We were. <laughs> we were really cute. <laughs> we got a lot of compliments on our We
0: did. Cosplay. So many. Well, and I think part of it was because Matthew Lillard, Lillard is that how you say his last name? Lillard, Lillard. Lillard. The guy who plays Shaggy in the live action movies, um, he was there. <laughs> and so there was a lot of Scooby-Doo
1: cosplays.
0: <laughs> a lot, a lot. Like, I didn't even know he was going when
1: we planned our cosplays. I think I knew. But... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't like in my top. To I need to meet him. Yeah, but I heard he's very
0: nice. Yeah, I've heard he's really nice. So, that was fun, but yeah, it was a really good weekend. I also got I got a cool dinosaur print that's like an official Universal Studios like signed print. that's pretty cool. There's only like
1: from the 90s. So it was like yeah, it's from it's like, like right 1993. After when Jurassic
0: Park, came out. Yeah. There's only like 7400 of them. existence which is pretty cool um not like super super rare but also kind of a unique piece to have and then we got some cool red dead art because of course we did and we actually got it from a booth i don't know if any of you guys know but i have a massive watercolor t-rex um print that i got a few years ago at Fanex. i think it was 2019 because i was living in my last college apartment um it's big i got it for 20 bucks
1: that print that print was 20 bucks
0: that it's supposed to be on our wall but it's on the floor still we still haven't hung it up
1: we should do that this week really let's hang up that and we've been living here over a year
0: yeah yeah we've hung up some stuff like we've got some stuff around the door we've hung up more art in the bathroom than anywhere else (laughs) i think (laughs) but i got it from this gourd like really talented artist um i'll actually link her instagram in the Episode notes for you guys so you can go check her out. She does really great dinosaur pieces. <laughs> no nope, coming. Um No no. You wanna snatch her? Hi, come here. Come here, goofus Come here. Do you wanna come up? Do you wanna come upies? Up, 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 come here, piece
1: come here. <laughs> you could have come gotten here. by. There you go. Come, come on. on. You can come do it. On.
0: There is, I think, one of the another one of those stick treats that I got her. Those, like, turkey yeah. sticks in the pantry, if you want to. It's just in a Ziploc bag. Come here, you can do it. Come on. Come on. There's some stuff in her path and she is obviously totally incapable of stepping over it. <laughs> she
1: doesn't You're know silly. how to react.
0: You're silly. Come you don't here. know what to do. Come here. Come her on. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. But yeah. That same artist. We were just walking up and down the rows of artist alley, and I was like, "Oh my God, Red Dead art!" And it's from a really iconic moment near the end of the game with Arthur and John. <laughs> Anybody who has played Red Dead probably knows exactly the moment I'm talking about. It deals with a hat. <laughs> you know, you know the shot. Um, it was framed. The specific one that I saw was in a frame with like a mat. It looks gorgeous, and I would really love to frame our piece that way if I oh, yeah. can find a mat. Um, or make one, I guess I don't know. And it had a sticky note on it that said the number of adult men who have cried over this, and it was like eight tally marks. <laughs> it was great, and I was like, oh my god! And so we just started flipping through, and we realized that she had a whole bunch of Red Dead pieces. And so we got one of we got that one of Arthur and John, um, we got one of Sadie, and then we got one
1: of um. Mary Beth.
0: Mary Beth that I they absolutely look, love. They're like
1: pencil sketches. It looks like something that like Arthur would have drawn yeah, in his notebook. Yeah. It's like, cool. Especially like the Mary Beth
0: one came with like a black black circle mat. Silhouette. And type. so it looks like the way that like a old fashioned like round photograph would, you know? Like it's or so Vigna, gorgeous. I guess. I guess a little bit. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, oh, and Babe found a, a cool Star Wars one too. That's the the, the twin sons. On yeah. Tatooine, yeah. I think. Um, so yeah, we got those, <laughs> and I got. I also got one of those like three D printed dragons that the like articulate ones with all the little joints that move, and I love it. His name is Newt. He's my he's my favorite. So yeah, we didn't spend. Quite as much on art this year, but that's mostly because I spent we spent
1: a lot of art
0: over two hundred. No, it was over three hundred dollars. I think meeting Jared and Genevieve. Yeah, because it was a hundred and eighty for Jared's photo op plus, um, one forty for his autograph. So and then it was one sixty for the photo op and then like twenty dollars a fee. So as already, yeah, that's already three hundred dollars. <laughs> And then another 70 to meet Genevieve. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of money. I think I did the math and it was like entrance fee plus meeting them. Like not counting anything I spent on food or art or my little dragon friend who was $10 and I love him. Or $15, I think. Um, I spent over $500. (laughs) But line those prices up with a creation event... And take into cheaper. consideration the fact that I didn't have to pay for a hotel because we lived 20 minutes from the convention center. Right. <laughs> just, <laughs> we didn't have to pay for parking. We parked at Salt Lake Central, which is like one of the, t- the free parking s- stations. For the train. And rode the tracks, which for the downtown area- is it's free. Is free. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't have to pay parking. It was really
1: just gas. Yeah. And we took turns driving. So, but it was a good weekend. I spent like 200 on my two autographs. Yeah. So I got to meet Ashley Eckstein, who yes. is the OG Ahsoka. She's voice the voice actress. of Ahsoka
0: in the Clone Wars and she is darling. So cute. I love She's her. so cute. Oh my gosh, tell them who crashed the end of the Star Wars panel cuz oh, it yeah. was so it was, it was Ashley, Ashley Eckstein,
1: Eckstein, Matt Lanter, who is the voice of Anakin, and, and James um, Arnold Taylor, who's the voice of Obi-Wan.
0: Uh-huh. But they had a fourth Clone Wars voice actor there this, that weekend yeah, that we didn't, that didn't even know. know
1: was in Clone Wars. So Jim Cummings, who is the iconic voice of Winnie the Pooh, um, also voiced Hondo Anaka in yeah. the Clone Wars, and, and I had no idea. And he their panel.
0: Jim's <laughs> <laughs> just talking something about bonds, or maybe it was Matt talking about like the bond that they had together. Yeah. And he's like he like gets on the microphone if you get on his tiktok it, he has a behind the stage clip of uh, they give him a microphone and he like did the the hondo naka voice over the <laughs> the the loudspeaker and it was so good and they brought him up on stage and they had a fun little moment and they sang happy birthday to ashley ekstein yeah her birthday so was so on her birthday was the next day the Friday of yeah, the con. yeah yeah so so cute um, and then they asked him to say, um, "May the force be with you," in Hondo Anaka's voice, and he said, "May the honey be with you," as Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> and it was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good panel, though. We only saw part of it, but no, we didn't. No, we saw we all saw of that the one whole thing. It was yeah. the Doctor Who one that we only saw part of. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is because of the strikes. Yeah. They couldn't talk about their work, which actually the Clone Wars actors clarified that because Clone Wars is animated, it wasn't struck work. Yeah. And so, so they were able to answer a few it. questions. So there were a few questions, but for most of the panels we went to, like the celebrity panels we went to, they had to get people had to get creative with their questions, which was so much fun. Yeah. Like someone asked Jared what his go to dad joke is and he had a couple. Um, my think, I still think my favorite was, um, R.I.P. Boiling Water, You Will Be Missed. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Um, and then, like, someone asked Genevieve, which I thought this was really cool. I thought this was a good question, um, and I already kind of knew this, but they he asked like if you were to bring your kids to utah like what would you go and do and she's like we've brought them to utah because genevieve she kind of grew up all over but for like the her like teen years she lived in idaho and that's where her family still lives that's actually where they got married was in idaho
1: really
0: Uh uh-huh they had a winter wedding in idaho beautiful um so they she's come to utah many times throughout her life she loves the mountains she loves the nature and during the pandemic they literally like i think like two weeks they said into the pandemic they were like this isn't working and packed the kids up in the car and just they just basically took a road trip for that whole summer like they were just going and doing all of the nature stuff and they spent a lot of time in like southern utah um like the moab area they really love it down there and so, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Oh, Jared told another dad joke. Someone asked, um, like, if you could be a dinosaur, what dinosaur would you be? And he said a pterodactyl. Because no one can hear them go to the bathroom because the pee is silent. <laughs> Which, we told that one to Hillywood, and Hilly did not get it. <laughs> or no, it was Hannah. Hannah didn't get it. Hilly got it. Hannah was like, I don't understand. <laughs> Hilly was like... It's it's spelled with a P at the beginning, but the P is... <laughs> it was so funny. So funny. And then he had a, a little argument with someone in the audience who was like, a is not a dinosaur. And he's like, well, then what is it? He's like, a flying reptile. And he's like, I call bullshit. <laughs> it was a whole thing. And he's like, well, what's your favorite dinosaur, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Pterodactyl hater, and the guy was like, T Rex. And Terry goes, Well, Pterodactyls beat T Rex because T Rex can't even clap. <laughs> it's like a whole thing. It was so good. It was a really fun panel. All the panels we went
1: to were super fun. They were. Yeah. Um, we but also got to meet Janet Varney. Yes! Who is the voice of Cora. She is a darling yeah she's so she, sweet like took she was like standing outside of her booth like chit-chatting with t- everybody having like lengthy conversations yeah. with every single yeah. person and that I, I came by
0: part of it because like her line was so short that she could do that yeah you know like i don't know well, we stood there like 20 minutes maybe
1: <laughs> she was making it longer she definitely was making she was it talk- longer if she hadn't everyone. been
0: it would have been a very fast line but she was ch- talking with everybody she makes if you ever get a chance to meet her She's so sweet. So sweet, yeah. She made it really special. Yeah. She just made like a really special interaction. Like really memorable. Yeah. Loved it. Absolutely loved it.
1: She's very pro LGBT, <laughs> which she was is. awesome. She is. She had Korosami art so and pro Korosami shipper, yep. so it's been confirmed yep. Janet Varney is a Korosami shipper. Yeah. <laughs> she had art
0: for Korosami on her table. Which was fun. But we got a Funko Pop
1: signed. We did. Very special. We did. It's gonna be at our wedding reception.
0: It, actually, <laughs> genuinely, this Funko Pop is gonna be on display at our wedding reception. Yeah. We are not joking.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah. It was really special. It was really special. She was very sweet. It was it such was cool because, like, especially because, like, I was still very closeted when, like, I was watching Legend of Korra. I was into, like, Khorasami and all that. And, like, mm-hmm. it was... It meant it a lot to me at the time you know yeah, and still does to have janet and to have her actually like so sweet and so, so supportive. supportive of us getting married and like yeah, have that special experience Harry
0: introduced me as her fiance and yeah. she was like oh my gosh and she got so excited for us and she was really happy for us and it was just really really sweet yeah it was a really so special it's, really special. it's really something special. i'll never get rid of nope <laughs> nope <laughs> well and it's got your name on it too it's true <laughs> yeah that was no, really cool. It was a really good mem. It's it was a very good A experience. special memory
1: for both of us.
0: Honestly, top three celebrity meetings, period, yeah. ever. Oh my gosh, she was so such sweet. a sweet, sweet person to meet. So, if you are a fan of Cora and you ever get a chance to meet Janet Barney, fucking do it, because she's an angel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's super cute. Yeah. We and really I forgot to say, her. Ashley Eckstein said, "May the force be with you," yeah. and her good voice to me. So and cute. I f- geeked out and didn't know what to say so i said thanks you too <laughs> she did it was so cute i also didn't know what to say i was like oh my god that's so good I'm to like, send me the force fee with you like, do we do we pull amanda and
0: be like and with you or like, like what
1: i was like and What's also with response? you but i'm like isn't that the catholic thing to say <laughs>
0: it's like the, Wait, I, I don't really wrong. know how this works way to say because like that's what um dinjarin says Like, Luke says, may the force be with you, or someone says, may the force be with you to him, and he's like, and with you. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but cool.
1: (laughs) Hopefully I responded to that right. I don't know how to talk to celebrities. I I panic a little bit. I
0: I was definitely panicking when I met Jared. Yeah. absolutely. Genevieve was a little bit easier because she made it easier. Yeah. And also she had a little more time when I, like, her line is shorter in general. Um... But she also had a little more time just because it was the first day and Friday is smaller than Saturday, which was saying something because from Thursday we were like, oh, fuck, this is going to be a really big convention. (laughs) Definitely the biggest so far, which makes sense because it was the 10 year anniversary don't do that i want to spit it all over (laughs) she had water in her cheek it was all puffed out i tried to poke it um genevieve though i was dressed as daphne she's like oh i love your cosplay she's like you look so cute she's like you're velma right and i was like nope daphne and she goes jared would kill me (laughs) (laughs) which is really great so that was cute and then but then i made a beanie for jared i don't know if he'll ever wear it but (laughs) hopefully he does maybe um but so i just was like very shyly like this is for you and he's like i don't have an orange one yet and i was like i know you always wear blue and black so i thought maybe you could use some color which is not at all why i picked that color i mostly just picked the softest yarn that i had that i also knew that i liked working with because yeah it was a plan b beanie the first one i did i okay if you know crochet you know that single crochets repeatedly are a fucking pain in the ass and this beanie was entirely single crochets and i didn't start it far enough in advance and so uh i was working on it really fast so i miscounted and ended up adding 10 cro 10 stitches when i shouldn't have and had to undo like eight rows and then i was doing my stitches too loose And so it was still expanding so I had to undo eight rows again and then I was doing them too tight and it literally wouldn't even fit on my own head like ridiculous and that was the night before. And so I started crocheting a half double crochet beanie in a better yarn, a thicker yarn with a bigger crochet hook and um, I think I did like half of it in like an hour and then I finished it standing in line for his photo op the guy behind me in line was like how the fuck because and it, he that guy impressed me because he knew what I was doing he was like is it hard to learn how to crochet and he caught me completely off guard because I've most people think I'm knitting which I'm not knitting has two crochet is one but regardless like <laughs> so we like chatted with this random guy in the photo op line about crochet and he was like and then his wife and his like mother-in-law joined him and he was like you should have seen her because I had already finished off the hat (laughs) (laughs) he was like she was crocheting so fast it was crazy it was funny but yeah I gave Jared a hat We'll see if he ever wears it. Probably not. Someone gave him a friendship bracelet, like one of the ones that people have been making for Taylor Swift concerts, that says Winchester's on it. It was really cute. He was That's wearing cute. it. It was so cute. Oh, yeah. But then, Friday night, we came, or not Friday night, Saturday night, we came home, and Haley mad packed a carry-on, and on Sunday morning, she got up at what? What was- time? Like.
1: I woke up late, at like nine thirty. Yeah,
0: yeah, she did wake up kinda late. Um but and drove down to the Provo Airport and went to Disney without me.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For some reason my family decided to plan our Disney trip. Right after Fanex.
0: Whose so idea was... I bet it was your dad. It was my dad. Yeah, 100%. your dad was like, this This week this week works great. And your mom was like, okay, cool, and didn't really pay attention to it. And then was like, ah, oh, fuck, everything's planned already.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Get it? I'm guessing that's how it happened. It was a really bad time for my mom, because she was mm-hmm. gone, like, three nights for a work trip that same week. And then Fanex, which she goes to as well. Mm-hmm. And then we all went to California for a week. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that was insane. Like and I was like mad doing homework. Oh, she was like panicked doing homework basically.
0: Stayed up way too late every night of FanEx because she had homework to do. Yeah.
1: And I was crocheting. (laughs) Oh man, that was a stressful week. It was. It was So I went from like three days of walking around FanEx to like three days walking at disneyland like 30 miles or
0: yeah plus 10 miles like a day. you guys made like two different trips to the beach yeah. and then like
1: you Downtown know disney Downtown
0: disney which is a bunch more walking and like oh
1: yeah she got home and i was like <laughs> massaging her feet for <laughs> babe oh and I'm so fucking tired. I slept oh, till, yeah. like, 3 p.m. today because yeah, I hadn't yeah. slept in properly. I don't think she would have woken up if I hadn't made food. A week and a half.
0: <laughs> you actually slept till almost 4. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even stay up that late. Like, what? We went to bed at, like, 1?
1: Yeah, we were tired.
0: Yeah. And you slept for
1: 14 hours? I feel much more refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I didn't. I really didn't get to sleep in properly no. for like a week and a half. Well,
0: and like, you're not out to begin with, mm-hmm. right? And then like Disney, you're like long days, and then you have to be up early. No, like, and then for most also, of our Disney
1: days, we basically did eight or nine a.m. to like midnight.
0: Yeah well and Straight. also like neither of us sleep very good apart yeah you know like we're
1: so used Add to into now the fact my dad is together. A, sounds also like a fucking that. chainsaw <laughs> also that um, <laughs> snoring oh my god and the pillows were super uncomfortable in the hotel i'm about to open a soda can hang on
0: i love that sound <laughs>
1: It's great. I'm gonna drop a marker, though. Put me in. Just in case I want to take it out.
0: It was a long fucking week and
1: a half. Yeah. And she got home yesterday. So now I'm coming down from a double high. Double dopamine high plus PMSing. Yeah. Yeah. Plus I'm a week behind in homework and I go back yeah. to work tomorrow. And yeah. She came <laughs> was... home yesterday
0: and basically just melted. No. <laughs> like... like oh uh, it was a long week and a half yeah. but it was good right i'm home with my baby yeah now. she got me a winnie the pooh plushie and he's perfect i did i love him and then i bought another Squishmallow day at target because i'm a monster <laughs> <laughs> we got some cute halloween decorations, so we did.
1: to add to our stuff
0: we got a neon pumpkin light
1: really cool and from we target. didn't
0: meet lewis no because our target doesn't have a lewis we're gonna have to
1: street. check some other targets yeah.
0: i'm hoping maybe the target by my grandma it's a bit bigger i
1: think was the one i wanted to stop at initially yeah
0: and then we decided we need to take the dog home first because we knew we were gonna spend like like it wasn't gonna be a quick in and out at target it's never and a we quick both in and wanted at to target. go in so yeah we were like nope <laughs> like no, neither of us was gonna want to stay in the car with the dog yeah <laughs> I don't even know where she
1: is, but she's being quiet. Because so. we're planning on throwing a Halloween party later yeah, this month. Yeah,
0: we're gonna do a little Halloween get together. We're thinking we're thinking soup bowls. I'll make a soup in the crock pot. Maybe something I could start before work that morning, you know, and have it kinda of ready to go and then like you know, and we're thinking we've got this like geeky bartender, like um, cocktail. Recipe book that Amy yeah. found at what box lunch,
1: yeah, before we it moved was. in together, yeah,
0: before we even moved in, even moved in together. Maybe so, we're thinking first. maybe we'll pick out a fun cocktail or two from that and like have like yeah. a little signature cont- cocktail because
1: I got some napkins that say feeling spirited with a ghost <laughs> with a <little> on it. <laughs> ghost. They're
0: cute, they're super cute,
1: and I found a franken cat,
0: yeah. Oh, we were gonna we're not gonna have time tonight we'll do it tomorrow tonight tomorrow night um we have some purple christmas or like purple i call them christmas lights but like string lights to put up on the patio railing and then we also have some other various halloween decorations to set out which will be fun yeah we want to do a fun like whole little halloween party i really want to get five below had this really cute stand thing it was like, what, like three four feet tall, and it was a little lamp post with a black cat around the base, and it was so cute and like freestanding, and it'd be so cute by our front door. And then we went back; they didn't have it, so we really, really
1: got to check Five Below again. I want to check. Five
0: Below honestly has some really cute Halloween decorations.
1: Um, spirit Halloween. Yes. To get the oh, yes. um <sighs> haunted mansion. Yes. Doormat.
0: Yes, and I also really, really, really want that mantle draping thing oh yeah the table runner i would really the table runner yes but also i think the table runner would be really pretty across our island mm-hmm. but there was like a lacy like mantle drape that i think would be so cool above yeah. our like turn our entertainment center which is basically our mantle like you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> take down our national park stuff for, for halloween and, and put up some <laughs> spooky stuff instead
1: yeah yeah it'll be fun i think it'd be so fun oh and i forgot to mention that fanix i gotta do a photo op with my mom with yeah. um karen gillan and arthur darville
0: yeah they
1: played amy and rory and doctor was that was fun it turned out really cute like super duper cute yeah, I was dressed as Velma the, for the for the photo op. My mom had a Scooby Doo shirt on randomly to coordinate was, that. It was. Uh, so um, so <laughs> Arthur did like a Scooby Doo voice. So it was he cute. He did the
0: Scooby Doo or
1: whatever? That's,
0: a, that's what you told me. It, it makes for a funny, a cute photo op because they caught him while he was doing it, so it looks like he's like surprised. <laughs> it's cute. I don't necessarily like the way that I look at my Jared photo I don't like op, the
1: way I look at mine either so I will not be posting it
0: I the memory and like the the memory of it is way more important to me I think you look cute than the way the photo op turned out I, I look very squeezed
1: <laughs> you do it looks like you're getting a good
0: hug I got a very good hug <laughs> I look very squeezed which is exactly what I wanted you so, look you know. a little
1: concerned but <laughs> you're cute <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! We were we were wandering up and down the vendor aisles, right? And we stopped to look at this guy's supernatural art piece. It was really cool, and we were kind of chit chatting with him. And he noticed, like, he realized we were looking at the supernatural stuff because he recognized the amulet that Haley was wearing. Um, and so we were chit chatting about supernatural, and he was like, "You get to meet Jared and Genevieve." And I was like, "Yes." So we were talking about that, and he told us, and like, this is kind of rumor. I haven't heard this from any other source genevieve got really mad at a X volunteer one of the like FanEx crew people because apparently they were being kind of mean to a kid and they brought out her mama bear and she like shut the whole thing down for a minute like she was like everybody stop and like like really chewed them out and um I love that. I love that.
1: <laughs> I love Honestly, that. Honestly, sure I was there to see that.
0: Honestly, I was like, man, I
1: missed that. <laughs> <laughs> it was not when we were in line. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Apparently, too, they invited Genevieve to Fanex before they invited Jared because Real she smart. doesn't do convention appearances without him. She does like press stuff without him. Um, but she doesn't like. She's gone to like. She did like. She does fashion week on her own and stuff like that, and like climate awareness thing she does on her own um, but I still think he often travels with her just in general because they just like traveling together um, but she doesn't do convention appearances without him so they invited her first in the hopes that she would be like hey Jared want to come do this with me <laughs> <And> <laughs> it, it worked out <laughs> it worked out very nicely also on the second on the Saturday they had moved so This is the most supernatural actors we've ever had at a convention. Previously, the most was four, because the 2016, we had Tom O'Pennickett, Jim Beaver, Osric Chow, and Ruth Connell. Um, This year, we had Jared Genevieve, Jake Abel, Samantha Smith, who has come before um, and apparently really enjoys coming to FanX, and um, Emmanuel Vaughn. Is that how you say her last name? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, who Supernatural fans know as Madison from Heart, And on Saturday, they had moved Emmanuel and Samantha's booths over by Jared and Genevieve. So it was like a whole little Supernatural corner. Yeah, It was really cute. It was cute. And then when I was waiting for Genevieve's autograph, Jake Abel was just chilling back there (laughs) with Jared and with Cliff. And like, (laughs) it was fun. It was fun. It was a good convention. And then they've had a good time at Disney. I did. Except you didn't get to ride Haunted Mansion.
1: I didn't. Cause the line was ridiculous. Yeah, because they do the holiday overlay for yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. Everyone wants to ride that because yeah. they get regular
0: Haunted Mansion the rest of the year. Yeah, <laughs> and I haven't seen regular Haunted Mansion in years because we always yeah. go during like holiday time. I'm really glad because we're planning our trip for February. Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll have changed the overlay. Honestly, like, themed it back to regular.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good time to go because it's super the excited. off season. It is. So I think right we're going to get a lot less crowds. It's going to
0: be so good. It's going to be really nice. It's going to be so good. So
1: Perfect yeah. time of are really high seasonal time, depression. Right? Too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: But she got a cute Ahsoka shirt. She got the cool black one with the circle design that's like the from star the,
1: map. From the show, it, yeah. I know
0: it's the star map, but it's giving Gallifrey in a little bit. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's a cool design. What else did you get? Oh, you got a blue kyber crystal
1: yeah each time i go i get a new kyber crystal for my lightsaber
0: which ones do you not have still red red
1: and white white
0: is white hard to find like the black one or is it just no okay black ones are just special
1: yeah they you have a chance to get a black one it, when you get, a, when red you get a red one yeah. yeah it's like a one in 40 or something something pretty rare yeah
0: yeah well 40's not considering how many crystals they make that's not that rare but most people don't buy more than one. Yeah, and you're not allowed to buy more than one, right?
1: I don't know. I don't remember
0: what I the they, rules. I think they, are they now. put like a limit on it. They also changed the packaging so they that can't you can't shine, shine your, your flashlight light it. through it because people were doing that. Yeah. So I'm very excited for our Disney trip because I'm gonna get a lightsaber. <laughs> gonna make, a, a, gonna light make a lightsaber. We're also gonna make a droid. We're talking about it. Yeah. 'Cause it's a much cheaper experience but it's also still super fun
1: and you either unique. want to do a droid or oh, buy a character or lightsaber. I'd
0: love to do that animator class. Yeah. That you talked about. She said it was like what, it was like fifteen minutes long and like yeah. free. We
1: gotta draw Mickey Mouse and yeah. got taught by like, a Disney animator.
0: yeah, you just get to learn how to draw a Disney character and it's a fun little air conditioned
1: yeah. quiet activity. It was really nice.
0: That sounds like fun. We'd also love to see something at the Hyperion maybe. Yeah. We'll What's have the to theater that they have there? I've seen Aladdin at the Hyperion at least one time, and it was so fucking good. So, I hope they're either doing that or maybe Rogers, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go back to Frozen. I wouldn't mind that. that. Frozen is That'd fine, cool. but I want to see Aladdin again. The elephant puppet? It's so cool. It's so fucking cool.
1: I heard the genie makes the show.
0: Also the genie. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the genie. The genie's the best. Everyone knows the genie's the best part of Aladdin. Channeling the...
0: Um, robin, williams robin williams energy yeah. yeah you really gotta okay well is there anything else we wanted to talk about what's happened so much my classes are hard and they suck she's taking philosophy send her the good vibes
1: philosophy and <laughs>
0: literally i told my grandma that she was theory.
1: taking
0: i told my grandma that he was taking philosophy and she said my condolences <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I haven't been in college in like 60 years. And <laughs> she still remembers how bad it was.
1: Yeah, and so, then yeah, that's next hard. term I get a trade in philosophy for linguistics, so. Which my friend Harrow is currently taking and He says it also sucks, so. <laughs> that's gonna be fun. But at least <sighs> next term I get a, my fiction writing workshop, Yeah, too. she gets to take a fun one next term, so.
0: I think we're avoiding talking about this episode because it's not a very good episode.
1: I don't like it. I
0: don't like it either, but... It was gross. We gotta push through it.
1: Push through it. You guys don't care about this one, right?
0: (laughs) Can we skip it? We'll just give you an episode of Entirely Outtakes. (laughs) (laughs) A girl lives inside the walls and kills people. The end. Oh, and she... Plot twist. She has a brother.
1: (laughs) Basically, that's the entire episode. <laughs> Nothing important happens. No, you get a little, you get a little bit information more at the end, Like Dean,
0: but... like reveals a little bit more of his feelings and stuff. But yeah, his hell experience. Yeah, we <sighs> do get. You have some funny lines, like um, "What kind of ghost messes with a man's wheels?" <laughs> um, and you smell that every day. <laughs> 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 but yeah we should probably do this i don't wanna i know <laughs> i don't think you're really cute let me make sure i've got our scroll please this one. Oh, i mean i made them the same color by accident i need burping i'm just gonna cut this whole bit out I think, well, they're not exactly the same color, but they are both green. (laughs) Look at this. Green and green. Oh, and I didn't open the document. I usually open. Ooh. (laughs) What did I just do? (laughs) Not at all what I clicked on. We're doing a HelloFresh survey. No, I clicked on this. There we go.
1: I was a little confused. Uh, this is where this person came from.
0: What person?
1: We'll get to it, I guess. Okay. Because I wasn't uh, giving 100% attention to this episode. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, this is not a super important episode, and it's not a very good episode, so... I guess let's power through this, and then I'll edit it. Like one of those ones where they like
1: decide they have to do some filler.
0: Yeah, yeah, they just needed to fill out the season. That's the
1: thing. Like back when TV shows had long seasons, they did so many filler episodes. Yeah,
0: which sometimes just cut
1: is really cut half of them and just have the good shit like Like they do now. Sometimes the
0: filler episodes are the good shit. You know, there are some filler episodes. Like season three had a lot of filler episodes that
1: were fucking great. You know. Like, season two has so many good filler episodes. Now when you have, like, but, t- only ten episodes a season, each one has to be important, you know? Yeah,
0: that's the problem, though, is that each one has to be important. Yeah. Which means that you lose those filler episodes where you can kind of develop a little bit of something without it being linked to a major plot point. That's true. You know? So, it's I think pros and we, cons. Need, we need in-between-length seasons. Seasons that allow us at least a couple of filler episodes to kind of stretch and play and do something that's not super strong plot related that's you know lets you like um like in a couple up in a few weeks we'll get um sex and violence which is a filler episode that's really fucking good and has some really great brother feels and like same with after school special really really good filler episode that isn't plot major plot related but is also super duper important like yeah for understanding sam and dean especially sam you know so but then like you get episodes like this or i'm like maybe if this episode was, this season was like two episodes shorter <laughs> which they do in later seasons start doing 20 episode seasons instead of like 20 23 or 22 23 episode seasons yeah for the last couple their twenty because Jared and Jensen wanted more family time, so they like negotiated for that, you know? But and we need like fifteen to eighteen episode seasons, you know? Enough episodes for all the plot plus a few left over for some fun shit. That's yeah. what that's what we need. I agree. I think we've gone from one extreme to the other. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need, we need to find a happy medium. We also need a pair of fucking writers. But they think they've settled their strike for now. So Yeah. The actors are still on strike though. That's what
1: I've heard. We
0: support them.